You're listening to the American Soccer Analysis Show. Dude, you're, you're the Tommy McNamara of podcasting. It's great. Thank you. Wait, what? With your hosts, Ian Lamberson. If you say one more bad thing about my growler, I'm going to cut you. And Harrison Crow. Patrick Mullins is what happens when you least expect it. Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to the American Soccer Analysis Show. I'm your host, Ian. With me, as always, the future sexiest general manager in Major League Soccer, it's Harrison Crow. Say hey to everybody, Harrison. Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, if you're coming from part one of this, which is the Eastern Conference, uh, that's what happened first. We did that one first. We're recording this one now, so I'm not going to do like a lot of... Um, Hey, how you doing? Small talk stuff because we already did that in the other episode. So if you want to hear the the small talk stuff, go listen to that part of that, and then come back to this one if you don't care about Eastern Conference teams. Which I mean, but who cares about Eastern Conference teams, really? Just half the country. And if yeah. you, but is if it you, ha- is it half the country? No, probably not. I don't have numbers. Yeah, Houston, Houston's, Houston's Austin. Yeah, West true. Coast teams. That's true. Uh, so what we're doing is we're just going through, we're trying to do a quick uh, preview of each and every uh, Major League Soccer franchise going into this new season. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot we don't know. We're admitting that. And so a lot of this is just some hypothetical opining. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out the Eastern Conference if you want. We're going to start on the Western Conference right now with Austin. What do you think about this team and their build so far, Harrison? Either incredibly dumb or uh, it's actually really good and I can't decide which. Okay, that's... That's as non-committal of an answer as one can give. Well, I mean, look at it. Like Danny uh, Hosen, uh, who has mostly seen partial minutes for San Jose, was uh, just all of his underlying numbers were so very good. And me personally, I kept waiting for him to get more time, more minutes, so that we could affirm that he was as good as what I think that he is. And going to a new space always scares me for attackers because you kind of remove them from what could have made them successful. Uh, they're all t- players that play at an MLS level are already so, so talented that sometimes it's just about putting them in the right space to be successful that I get worried about attackers moving. Um, I think that this could be really fun and really exciting, but there's so many pieces that I just don't know, know about. Like I have no idea. Uh, Diego Fagundes maybe starts in the midfield, so you kind of get a better idea about that. But even his numbers um, are inconsistent. He's an inconsistent player, and that's what he's been for New England. It's part of why New England was okay with watching him walk to free agency. Um, they tried to, they gave him uh, a mediocre offering uh, over multiple years, and you know he chose to 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 go to Austin instead. So this team has a lot of just unknowns. In general, uh, Matt Beasler, can he continue to um, be Matt Beasler? Is he truly uh, kind of on the downward slopes of his career? It's kind of hard to tell at this point in time. Ben Sweat. Ben Sweat. (laughs) Uh, Boy, uh, you know, him and John are definitely going to spar more. I I can't wait for that. I can't wait for the, the, uh, that being a thing. I want, I want to see more uh, Twitter um, spats between ASA members and players. I, I think that that would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what we need. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good for the brand. Uh, yeah, I like Danny Hosen. I just want to say that. I've, I've always thought he was a better player, and I, I am actually choosing to look at this as an opportunity um, to, uh, to 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 uh, to come, you know, and, and, and a new chance. I don't think he was ever that guy at San Jose, and I don't know that system was a great fit for him. I don't know what Austin's system is. I don't know if it's going to be a better fit for him. Uh, but if they're smart, they probably were kind of building around him a little bit since he's their main guy. I assume they're going to sign someone probably this summer. Maybe we'll see. Uh, do you think? But... Do you think? Do you think Austin will be kind of mimic somewhat of what Columbus was under Burhalter? Ooh, um, I I could see that. Or is that just no. too? Is that too many assumptions based off? I think of... it's too many. Yeah, I mean, I see where I see where you're drawing the lines. Like, I, there makes there's some shared DNA there for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not sure what, what they're gonna be like. Um, I do like I do like Hosen though, and I do really like Alexander Ring. So you know, you could do worse than having him as like your fulcrum. Sure. A lot worse. Uh, but we don't know anything about Austin. Let's just be real. We'll see. 
<laughs> uh, let's talk about the Colorado Rapids. All right, so here's my move. Okay, I'm going to let all the listeners in inside the process a little bit. A little, little trick for the, uh, the amateur MLS internet pundit group out there if you want to up your game. What you do is every year you say something like, this is the year Colorado's going to break out. They're a dark horse contender. And <laughs> one year, you're going to be right. And people will forget that you were wrong the previous nine years, and you'll look smart. I'm going to do that again. They got some. They, they they have just so much talent on the wings that I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't think Namely is a right winger. I, I really don't. Um, he's no, so good be... in the middle of the park that I don't understand why they don't adjust. But um, at the same time, I also think Robin Frazier is brilliant. So um, I just disagree with him on that specific assessment. Yeah, you got Johnny Lewis. You signed Barrios. You got Benaze. Shinoshiki. Uh, yeah, they're a little weird at Ford. I, I'm still not sold 100% on Rubio and Shinoshiki. I, I, I think Shinoshiki is very good. I just don't know if he's that guy, that guy that you want. If you're gonna I be think a, he uh, might be. Uh, I, I, he might be. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like Diego Rubio is not necessarily bad. He's, he's, he's been okay. Uh, I think Shinoshiki is better. Um, that's me more reading tea, tea leaves than anything. Though. I'll be quite honest. I refuse to like seriously consider or ponder anybody named cole bassett so i don't really have any thoughts on that um but no, that's a guy that's a guy from colorado that drinks out of his truck right yeah i think somebody like uh i don't i forget who like when he came on the scene like sent me a message was just like oh it looks like colorado has a youtuber playing for them and i was like yeah that's exactly what he looks and sounds like yeah. uh, but he's got a lot of talent he's a Surfer good kid dude. uh yeah kellen acosta eh. Uh, Price, uh, Shropshire, Pirlo, uh, good player. Um, and I really like, I still really like Rosenberry and, and Abubakar. I yeah. Same. Uh, I, I think this is a good team. Trusty, Vines. I mean, solid back line. I'm not yeah, so sure about the goalkeeping situation. Uh, yeah, I don't Yarbrough, know about Yarbrough either. Okay. I, I'm told he's are good. We, are we good. Are we still, are we back on like Kellen Acosta's U.S. Men's National Team like worthy? No, like, no, no, I, no, I, I don't, I don't yeah, know I'm where not. people are at with the, with <laughs> the whole need. Well, not. you and I, you, I don't think you and I ever have quite had uh, no, I've, that, uh, that. That's how I made feeling. my name in this business was speaking out against Kellen Acosta. Um, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. He's a talented guy. It's just, it doesn't seem like. The underlying numbers aren't there. He doesn't seem consistent with anything he does with the ball. Um, yeah, off the ball, a, there's not a lot of stuff going on that we've been able to really. I think he got a lot of credit for being on a good FC Dallas team. And I think that he's kind of written that. And I just haven't seen him be that excellent elsewhere. So we'll see. He could prove me wrong. This could be his breakout year, you know? It could mm -hmm. be a dark horse year for Kellen Acosta, too. Uh, speaking of FC Dallas, let's let's go ahead and just move right on to FC Dallas. Uh, you know, it's the same thing every year with this team for me. It, it's it's we hear about the kids and what a great program they have, and they sign all these H, these homegrown players. They send these guys to Europe. Hollingshead moves to a new position. It's all good. I'm very happy for that. Are they going to be a good MLS team again? God, they're just so overwhelmed. Like they just have a plethora of talent of like just. Hey, that guy's really good. Oh, that guy's really good. Oh, that guy's really good. But it kind of um, fits together weird, doesn't it? And it, it's not. I don't it, know that it, it does actually. I mean, I guess, I guess up towards the top, I can see that. Like especially with the wings, I don't know if they really have like a true winger. I well, I think they're gonna miss Barrios. I'll just say that. Yeah, I, I uh, yes and no. I think he did some weird stuff with decision making in the final third that was at times a beneficial and other Winger. times of course that's what the wingers do listen okay um <laughs> I, I i i love michael barrios um i think he's 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 been very successful in uh mls uh but unless you're giovanni savarisi um you're not going to look at him and see that's that's a defining uh winger because he just makes too many bad crosses he takes away possession too frequently. That's my. That's why I think that the, he ultimately had to go. I but think his that penetrative power, Harrison. Are you he, considering that? He does. He does. He does when he chooses to do it. 
And that's the problem. I think, I feel like this year was his opportunity to maybe change some tendencies. And they just found that too many of those tendencies just did not jive. And those decision-making did not jive with his team, with this team. And I think that he's, he's very successful at what he does. I think he's a dynamic player within the MLS scope. I really do think that. I think that he's probably top 20 winger in this league. And I think that Dallas did a, made good on him from Colorado. But um, I, I, I – I think that I think it's going to be addition by subtraction and not because he's a bad player because I think they're getting more people that jive with what they're trying to do. And I think Dallas is one of those teams that I think will actually take a step forward this year. I think they're going to be better. Okay. I don't know. I never know. I I, I think that's fair. I think there's a lot of unknowns with this team. I think that's true with most of MLS right now, but I think that you can look at this and see how much talent they have around this. I mean, Pomacall's healthy, right? Roberts is another year older. Tessman, another year older. Uh, Cirillo, another year older. They have Brian Acosta, who showed to be really well. Uh, Cervania showed really well. Jesus Ferreira. I don't even know what position Ferreira should play. Like, I have zero clue. Yeah. Um, Ricardo Pepe, I mean, he seems to have everybody that are just, it's just like, this guy's the dude. Uh, yeah, all our, went, all our young talent scouts are really high on him. But then when they went and got Frank O'Hara, uh, so like so who knows yeah (laughs) yeah like i mean and like i said i don't know anybody that's going to who how they're going to figure out their wing situation like i can read a depth chart as good as anybody but i'm not familiar with any of these players specifically i don't know if you put jesus Ferreira on the wing i don't know if you put pomacall on the wing i i don't know how that's going to work out and whether that's what's best for them i really don't is that even a thing you'd want to do yeah yeah i think that there's i think that there's a lot of interesting okay tell me one thing Ryan Hollingshead is going to be the best at what he does. That's true. That's true. Nobody we'll better Ryan than Ryan Hollingshead. Around here. Just call them FC Ryan Hollingshead. Uh, all right, let's talk about their neighbors, the Houston Dynamo. <laughs> I am uh, very low on this team <laughs> right now. Uh, There's only one team that just, like, looking at this at this roster and looking at their organization that – uh, I think they're like immediately I can think of one team that might be on the same level with them and we'll get there later, but they just, they don't look good and they don't look together. And like, okay, here's some things I like. Let's, let's start with this. Okay. Let's, let's talk about things you like. There's a positive way to start. I like Fafa Pico. Yeah. I don't know that he was the right guy for this team, but I do like him as a player a lot. Um, I'm out of good things to say about this team. Uh, Ariel Lasseter is kind of interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I know Christian people, Ramirez again, too, but he's not going to play. Like they're not going to play him. Maybe I don't know. Like what? What, what are you doing with well, Christian Ramirez? Well, uh, well, the same could be said about uh, Tyler uh, Pasher. Yeah, Pasher. Pasher. Yeah, I forgot about him. Who's inter- again another guy that has a lot of talent? That uh, how is that gonna how is that gonna jive? I have no idea. And the biggest the biggest question mark on this entire team, and the most talented is Darwin Quintero. Like, where does he fit in this team? Does this he play? Is, probably not. Which I mean, you have to then go back to this organization. You have to go back to the architect of this team first off matt jordan then you also have to look at tab ramos and you have to say a year and change ago you told us you wanted to do x which was this high tempo bullshit whatever um yeah the same thing that every coach says right it's just and and i truly it's not to say i don't believe tab ramos and I don't necessarily believe I truly believe that every coach wants to do that but i don't think that they're always honest with themselves that that's what's gonna happen (laughs) This team does not strike me as a high-flying offense. No, but they don't even have the pieces. They don't have the pieces. They don't have when, – when Tab Ramos sat down with the media and said, I want to do X, he does. He has not assembled a team. He has not put te- pieces on, uh, on his roster. Matt Jordan hasn't, certainly. 
to say that this is going to this is how this should look and look we've talked a lot about in the previous episode we talked about front offices this front office does not know what's going on like i i have one of the lowest opinions of them as a front office in this league i i don't know that there are any teams i have a lower opinion of um and i i apologize if matt jordan's listening but like can you show me some reason to think otherwise like i don't think you can um you know, like you found some good players like like Elise and, and Minotes. I'll, I'll give you that, but they're gone. They haven't been really replaced. Like this team doesn't have designated players, which is a style of roster building, but it's not. Well, you know, it's I, they went out and got Christian Ramirez, who that, that that was an interesting move, and they did it. I know, but then they the, also got the a Rudy. Low. Like, what are you going to do with a Rudy? What is any team doing with a Rudy anymore? Like, how is that? Like, oh, I, I will tell you right now, Maxi Rudy is kind of interesting from a perspective that he can still generate opportunities he still yeah generates from 50 high yards away not necessarily he does want to be 10 you're not wrong about that like he has a wrong idea about him and there's no coach in the past four years that has gotten through to him on making better decisions he's one to, he's one alteration of decision making away from being a hugely impactful player on this uh, on mls period i that's that in and of itself though is such a lottery ticket especially at his age and the fact that you have christian ramirez and the fact that you just overloaded yourself with the same pieces like there's no differential and none of it jives together you got yeah the I same number really... nines that don't that don't work with a midfield or the wingers that you got like, like you don't like ramirez like that's trade like that's got he still has trade value like do that now while he still has, still has trade value like, why don't you, like, use these guys while they still have some value? But if you're, like, I feel like they're just going to bury both those guys, and especially Ramirez. I think he's going to be buried under a Rudy and Lassiter, and who knows? It's just a weird situation to, to look at. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I, I expect very, very bad things for Houston this year. Would be my I think their defense will take a step forward. Well, they don't have Struna anymore. That's, that's going to improve them. Well, and on top of that, they got Tim Parker. They did they make did. that move, and that's they a smart. Did. That was a good move in terms of like, I like he's, Tim a, ta- he's yeah. a talented uh, center back. He's shown the ability in Vancouver, and then again in New York, he's consistent. So yeah. that's he's good. Expensive too, though, is his thing. But like, you he, know he what? They needed it. They needed to spend because they've tried to fill this from youth, from right. going out in Argentinian leagues. They've tried to go out abroad and fill this in it's it, it's not working they needed to find somebody that was going to be consistent that was going to be able to anchor this back line and who knew that like Maynard you know, Figueroa was still going to be like halfway yeah. decent last year hey that, G plus G plus favorite Maynard Figueroa oh loved loved him and still yeah. and, and from all accounts he had a pretty good year from the yeah. eye test so yeah at you know 45 is he going to still continue to do that I mean, well we'll find out the man's still going so who knows, yeah but yeah this i think they, all... i think they needed to pay for him he's the one he's the one bright spot i think uh along with uh zarek valentine that it's it's gonna be a long season i think down in houston yeah that put them in my lowest tier if i were making tier lists Agreed. uh all right let's let's talk about los angeles football club now Obvious thing jumps out. They don't have this big name striker that you would expect a team like this to have. And they have a lot of talent around it, though. I don't think it's going to be. If any team can get by with like a Corey Baird or um, a Musovsky, someone that like our USL. Uh, you know, visit AmericanSoccerAnalysis.com. You know, for USL stuff now as well. Um, you know, his numbers are great. Yeah. He looks really good. Um, you know, it's it's obviously a pretty significant jump to MLS, so we'll have to see how much but he's how trusted we, with. How long have we advocated for stuff like this? A long time. I'm excited about it, and I think it's great. It's a team like LAFC that's going to do it. I would love them to just not sign a big name center forward and just roll with Baird and Musovsky. I don't um, think they. I don't think they need to. Not with K. Not with Vela. Not well, with Rossi. Think, yeah, the problem with I, I think LAFC is that I feel like a lot of their players are still there, but for the cause of COVID. Um, 
and yeah, like Ro- uh, Rossi, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Uh, but I I don't um, know about Atuesta. Like I maybe they hold on to him. I don't know enough of what's going on with their front office. But who knows? But this is a team that has all the pieces to be successful. Their striker is going to touch the ball maybe six percent of the time, and what they are paying for is for the guy to basically take shots, be the rebound guy, pivot with Vela. That's it. Yeah, I mean, if you got Rossi and Vela, you're going to have a good attack. Like, that's just, that's fine. I, I I do not worry about them offensively. And it looks like they've settled some good, they, they picked up some interesting defensive signings as well. Uh, I think, what's his face last year? Um, Vermeer, I think, was a really shaky goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I hope that they're going to go with, oh, who's their other guy? Like, Sisniega, uh, Cis, Cis, do I have that right? If you're asking me to help pronunciate at yeah, the stage, we're point. in trouble. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Cisniega. I think it's is the other guy. Uh, I would hope that he's taking that spot. But yeah, I don't have any worries about LAFC. I think that they're they're on that upper tier as well still. And uh, really, they're the kind of crazy. Like they only, the only guy they lost was Brian Rodriguez, who I thought had shown like – he definitely showed a lot of flashes last year. Um, you know, he took a step forward. Tournament and, yeah, he took a real step forward and – um, I'm just surprised that he was uh, he was the one of that bunch that actually ended up going and not Rossi. Who I thought well, was... I think Rossi's got a much bigger price tag, right? Yeah, for sure. And again, I think that maybe in a more uh, robust transfer market, you know, you would have seen him and maybe Atu has to move. But, you know, that can still happen. Uh, let's talk about their neighbors, the Los Angeles Galaxy. New coach. Uh, boy, has there been a more disappointing designated player big name signing than chicharito probably not just uh just a real disappointing um signing um you know last year i i think we talked about this and i know i wrote about it um that they were replacing zlatan with chicharito and like those were not the same player and like chicharito was just not going to be able to like impose himself onto a game by himself the same way that Zlatan could. Um, and that showed last year. Like, he didn't get great service. He didn't get – and when he did, he just was a little bit profligate. Like, it's not – I I think he's a better player than what he showed last year. I think he'll have a better year this year. Um, but, but yeah, like, uh, I think that LA has just kind of in a, a spiral of disappointment right now. And I don't know that they've gotten a lot better in the offseason. I disagree. Well – because I think their best player is probably gone. I don't know what's going on with Pavone and his legal situation. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, uh, let's not speculate but, on that. But I don't think he's going to be playing for the LA Galaxy this year. I, I um, would agree. But here's the thing, and, and we'll stray carefully here, because uh, I feel like this whole entire team is a minefield of dif- different things that you want to avoid. But they picked up Villafania. Villafania is going to help solidify that that back left back position which has been cursed i'm pretty certain uh for them since robbie rogers um i feel like that defense is finally sitting in a good spot i have some question marks with the goalkeeper situation but i mean they have so many of them that at this point in time they can just kind of plug and play and get by they've signed two french wingers that are both really exciting they added victor vasquez uh who maybe probably still has something left uh, Boy, they, I mean, they still have Alvarez. Look, uh, yeah, I mean, you look at those like that ten kind of depth chart is like Vasquez and I think still Sasha Question is there. Yeah, but I mean Alvarez as well can slide over, yeah, and you yeah. got to think at this point in time, you you talk about like having a market and stuff. I think that, you're hoping that that Efren Alvarez makes that spot his own because I don't think you can count on either Vasquez or Question to be like. I, I think that I mean Vasquez is kind of in the same situation that uh, Altador is, right? Like you're going to get him for about half the season, and he's going to be really good. But then you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do the rest the rest of the time. Yeah, maybe that's what Clash is. Maybe between the two of them, they can they can come together. But Efren uh, Alvarez, if it, I mean in any other market, is probably gone. Like yeah, if, is. yeah, he seems like one of those guys. And then they've got Legette, who's also in trouble right now. I don't know what's going to happen with him. And then. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, DeSantis, I guess Jonathan DeSantis is still on this team. He's good. 
I, but I don't think he's I don't think he's at an age where he's going to be getting better every year. I think I think he's probably no, he, getting, he is what he is at this point in time. Which I mean, during parts I'm not of sure last, he's quite a, yeah, I'm not sure he's quite at the, the decline period yet either, though. To be fair, so, no, I was going to say last year he showed himself in several games. I was actually pretty impressed. Like he he balled out in a couple of games last year that I thought was still pretty impressive. And I think that he has that in the, in him. It's about surrounding him with the right pieces. And I don't know that LA has ever done that. Um, and I think that this might be a year that they do that. I know that we said that last year. Um, and I know you're a little bit more skeptical uh, where they they are right now, but I think that they have a ton of talent to be able to do it. And I think it's just about, um, you said it on the last podcast, right? Getting that talent, uh, from where you see it on paper, from a front office perspective and organizing it and to finding the right uh, coaching elements to get them to play how you see them. And I think that's yeah. really, I think they got the guy to do that uh, for the first time. In it's an interesting test for Danny. Years. I think he's had, um, he's one of those guys, I think he, Schmetzer is the same way. I think, we, you know, we talked about a little bit about this in the last, the last episode we did on the Eastern Conference that, it's hard to separate the coach from the team uh, because it's been their only team and um, that team has been extremely good. Are they good because of the coach or is the coach look good because he has such a great team? I don't know the right way to like, from like my, from where I sit and talk, like I don't think I have the information to like work that problem out for people. So I don't want to act like I can. Um, But I just think it's, it's going to be interesting to see, I, I my eyes are more on Danny than on any of the players this year. I just want to see how he responds to having this more of a challenge. I think I don't think he has as dominant of a team as he did with Toronto during his you know his his heyday there, and um, it's a new situation with a different front office that I think is a little bit it's run a little bit differently and not necessarily as well. So um, yeah, I don't know. My eyes are going to be on him. I agree. Uh, yeah, you you nailed everything that I pretty much have to say on that subject. All right, let's talk about the let's talk about them loons, uh, high flying loons last year, uh, a kick away from MLS Cup final. Um, they are a very interesting team. Um, I think they have a new Ford, which is good. Um. Ramon uh, Avila, uh, who is from Boca Juniors and is very well thought of. I don't know enough about him to make a uh, – <clears throat> I can't really make a judgment one or the other on him, but I'm sure he's great. Uh, they have Reynoso, who really came alive towards the end of last season. Um, just all of a sudden, they're a prolific goal scorer and creator. Um, they've found like their 10, and that's great. Once you do that, if you find that 10 – <clears throat> it really makes building the rest of your roster easy. Oh no, are you a Renosa doubter? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. See, oh, no. look. You have some he, angry loons over here, man. Well, bring them on over. Let's let's talk because right. he <laughs> falls in the same category as Zillarion for me. Zillarion, I was super like I was bought in. I had my stock, and to be perfectly honest, over the course of the season, I just steadily sold it off because there's just nothing like. Somebody told me at the beginning of the season, and it even might have been you, um, that he was super unimpressive and he just had more moments, more YouTube situations than he had, like, just material, right? Like, there, there's just something lacking overall in his game. And maybe that changes coming to MLS, changes with getting under, uh, you know, Caleb Porter. But Reynoso kind of feels the same way to me. Like, he's definitely got talent, but the numbers just don't show up for him. And I'm not talking about, like, in the same way that they don't show up for some of the other 10s in the league. Yeah, Um, you're not talking about, like, your counting stats. I know what you mean. Like, so, like, G-plus hates all 10s. Like, it just does. And there's some really good articles for why why it functions the way it does. Um, But even just the XG numbers, just the open play XG numbers, which are simple really uh, down-to-earth stuff like Reynoso and Zillarion just they don't add up there's not something there uh, Carlos Hill is kind of in the same space but I give him I, I give him space because there are some there is some signal there 
but for mm-hmm. Zillariana no, so I just haven't seen it. Maybe I maybe I'm not looking in the right places. Maybe I overlooked something. Give me a shout. Like give, hit me up on Twitter. Well, just tell I mean, me what, I'm wrong. Throw yeah. Throw, I mean you will because I think you've just insulted like three of the most well thought of tens in this league. <laughs> uh, but I will say in their defense too that you know Reynoso had not a lot of time. And, you know, it was part of an abridged season, and that's uh, and that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Also had the same thing. So, and I think we were just kind of seeing them really blossom towards the end of that season. But he, um, but here's the thing, and this is and this is where I'm at with Reynoso. Reynoso's big moments all were from free kicks. Yeah, he was really good from the dead like, and, and that's not and that's not any that's not a knock on him. It, there are players that are specifically just jive in that specific role, and yeah, that's you just great. Really don't want your yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. And that that gives them a huge advantage. Like set pieces is a huge advantage in any game, any situation, any league. Mm-hmm. So he has his place. Is but the question that I have is: Is he going to take over a game? Um, I thought he was really good defensively against locking down Ladero. I thought he was had really good moments uh, in that game against Seattle. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can criticize anything he did in that game. <laughs> but, yeah. but at the same time, a lot of the attacking moments that I saw mostly were dwelling in the space of uh, dead ball situations. And I want to see more of that before I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a top 5'10 in this league, no doubt. Um, I want to see more of open play i want to see open, more open play stuff right. that's Harrison just me wants to see more babylo show us some more this i year. i think that i i, I generally think minnesota is a little overrated uh i'm a little worried about their greg s alonzo pairing um if that's going to be kind of their main thing again or i don't know if maybe will traps going to be that guy or they got dotson too like they got guys that could step in there right and what's his face from dallas yeah, Ja'Cory Hayes. I mean, I, I'm a big Ja'Cory Hayes fan. Ja'Cory yeah, Hayes so is have, a is a data guy. Like, he, they have some they have some room there. I'm just not sure how they're going to shake that out. Uh, ASA they re-sign, did they re-sign Alonzo, or is he just on the end of his contract? I I, again. Uh, I don't know. I I don't actually remember. Yeah. Well, they obviously I mean, he's Ozzy Alonzo. So, uh, you know, defense wise, I, I think you're looking at uh, Boxel. I think is a really no nonsense good defender. Um, and then I think Opara is probably I don't know what's going on with Opara, um, but it, the way he's being spoken about is not the way one speaks about someone that's definitely coming back. So I, I don't know that we'll see him again uh, for the Minnesota team. I don't know what anything about that situation. I have to comment on it, but just I love like Opara and I hope he yeah. gets back to playing yeah. soon. The league um, is the league is better with him being in it. Yeah. Uh, then you've got uh, you know. Yeah, Chase Gasper, I guess, and Medanire, those are good players. So this is a good team. Uh, I don't think it's going to be Maybe. I would not have them in my S tier. Maybe not even in my A tier. I think okay, so I think that we're so you're speaking about them in a very positive way. I'm speaking about them in maybe less positive, but I think but we I think both... we think the same thing. Yes, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I we agree. both assess their talent at about the same level. You you think it's bad, and I think it's pretty good. I'm thinking like of their overall story arc from the beginning when they were a joke and where they've come to now. Um, and I think I see what you're saying that compared to where they were like a kick away from MLS Cup last year. Or like two kicks. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I, I, they were very close. I, I just twelve minutes away from. I hear narr- I hear narratives and everything in me is is ready to yeah. kick back. I think Metnay just kind of took a step back last year. I don't. That's think... not. That's not untrue. That's not untrue. I, I like he was. He honestly, he came out in 2019, like punched the front door and was like, "I'm here, baby," and yeah. like was the best right back uh, through most of the season, and mm-hmm. you know. You've already heard us uh, on the last podcast talk about Anton Tintenholm. So, I mean. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, Loons fans, we think that your team is good, but we're not sure if that's good or bad. All right. Force Langsdorf. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. I really like him. Still that hanging there. around. And they have, they have a Wea, so, you know, that's 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 pretty... That's true. They do have, a, they have, a, they have, a, they have another baby Wea. So, yeah, maybe I, I would love to see him break through. That would be I think awesome. there's a lot of people really excited for that, so. Uh, yeah, I love Timmy, and, and his uh, old George was one of my favorites. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Portland Timbers. This will be spicy, and this is where Drew decides whether or not we get to keep doing the show. Yeah, Drew's going to fire us now. Uh, all right, let's just do this. Okay, so 
The Portland Timbers are. Portland They're... Timbers are good. Yes. They're they talented. Very... They're talented. They have a. They're they talented. have a very good team. Very talented. They have signed a lot of good players. They have signed those players in weird spots. I don't understand. I don't know what they're doing with Abobasi still, and I wish they would just figure that out and play him as number nine. But I don't think they're going to. So you've got Mora, who's good. You've got they got another guy, right? Did yeah, they but, more, but they haven't they haven't quite like Mora. They 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 signed last year, but he was supposed to like basically sit on the bench. Uh, yeah, and he's like their guy, right? Like he's the because I think the other dude's injured. Correct, or he's not. He's what's his name? Niels Goda. Niels Goda. I think he's. I don't know who he is. He's, he scored Niels goals Goda. when he played, Niels but like, he was hurt a lot. And I think he's still hurt. Um, but it's just weird. So I don't see Ibobase getting time there. Is he going to play over uh, other Chara or Blanco on the wing? Well, here's the no. thing. Everybody, I I I kind of got side sideswiped uh, about three weeks ago, and um, so we were we were bidding on Diego Valeri. Right, give people some insight to to nerd league. Um, we were bidding on Diego Valeri, and I immediately threw down a little bit because I was trying to get the the bidding going, and everybody kind of backed off immediately, and it, it threw me pause. And we had a couple of Timber fans in the league, and I threw it out. I said, "What's going on? Do you guys not think that this this guy's starting thirty four games? Like that? How many ever games there are in this season? We're, he's playing all of them." And they're like, "Yeah, maybe." I think. Well, okay, here's some things to remember about Valeri. I think there was a period towards... Like, there's a very big vibe that he's not going to be as instrumental as what he's supposed right. to... As what we yeah. know him but to be. He was, he was good in that CCL game, right? Like, I mean, Oh, yeah, I thought fun. so. Like, I... This is one of those guys, I think, that, like, every year we expect it to be the year that, that Father Time catches up. And I, I think maybe... Maybe it's not this year. I I think that's the question. I think that's just a gamble. Like you don't know what he's gonna look like in July. I um, I, I think one of the things that Drew threw out on Twitter, and I don't mean to speak for him. I love the love the guy. I'll let him speak for himself. But one of the things that you do have to kind of consider is they have just this confluence of guys that are over are are nearing the edge, and when you put together that many guys and you say maybe this is the year one of them steps back. I mean, probability dictates that it's, it's very well, likely going to be one of them. <laughs> it's going to be Valeria Chara. And that's a huge, that's a huge loss. Well, and Blanco is the same age as Valeri. No, he's not. Is he? I thought he was. We're going to, no. we're going to do it. We're going to do the, we're going to no. do the, we're going to do the, going to hear the typing noises where you're like, I got to go check that. Surely not. He's 33. Is Valeri 33? 33. Yeah. I, okay. Well, Valeri is thirty four. Okay, okay. Basically I, the same. Age. Basically the same. Almost age. the same age. Yes. I Valeri looks a lot. When I see Valeri play, he looks a lot older than Blanco does. Now, no, there's two different types think, of players. Yes. Now Blanco, I think, definitely has some of his own concerns with his health. Uh, you know, that's a really bad injury he's coming back from. Uh, not sure what that ramp up is going to be for him, but when he's fit and proper, he's an incredible player. So. No concerns with him really yet. I think he still has a lot to offer. Um, I think you started to see a little bit from Yumi Chara. I, I don't. I still don't. I don't love it, but like, yeah, I get sense. And I think probably I'm most excited about Eric Williamson with them. Um, like his development into that role. Um, so yeah, people are gonna. Are, are... I think like uh, what's his face? Uh, who's the guy? I forget everyone's name. This is what happened. Zuparch, there it is. Uh, he, I think he did. A, I think he kind of went unheralded a little bit last year, but I think he did really well in that center back role, which is something they've needed for a long time. So, uh, this is a good team, and they're incredibly deep. Eric Williamson gives me shades of uh, Weston McKinney. I'm just gonna throw that out there. High praise. There you go, Portland fans. There you go, Drew. Uh, I think virus. looking at this team, I think looking at this team, I, I the one thing I see is depth. I just see like a very full depth chart of a lot of options. A lot of these guys can play a lot of different. Darius Freya, babe. Yeah, get it. He's Darius Freya still around. He he's gonna you know he's gonna sub on in yeah. September, October playoffs and score a goal. Games. I mean, he's gonna earn another contract. 
they lost uh, uh, Jorge Moraira. Um, and who's a big, uh, big guy for you. You loved him. Yeah, I love that guy. So uh, now they've got. Uh, I hadn't even heard of this guy until he came up in our fantasy auction earlier. Van Rankin. Uh, sounds great. And uh, another Claudio Bravo, I believe, on the other side. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good team. I don't know how I don't know how well it's going to all come together. I don't know. It's they're very health dependent. Um, and I, I think that you could see. Well, they have a stock depth chart. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how I have this like simultaneous view of like they're very deep, but also like a couple of key injuries could be catastrophic for them. But I, I don't I feel like see somehow I don't see how they're, they're as deep as everybody says they are. I don't think Andy Polo is good outside. I think they, well, they, I, they I think they're like, very weak on the wings. I think the midfield. Yes, they have depth in the midfield. And I think that overall their center back pairing is OK on the surface and maybe OK if they get one injury like okay not great um this is a team that could if everything goes together be uh win the western conference this is also a team that if everything doesn't go together doesn't make the playoffs so yeah we've seen like that's very portland (laughs) just be one or the other uh and that's week to to, that could be week to week too this could be a team that from week one looks amazing i mean I I I I am I am cautiously op, very optimistic about the Portland Timbers. I mean CCL, what they they score amazing goals and then immediately give up the 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 tie. Yeah, that's, right? that's the way they kind of roll, isn't it? They're actually so, playing as we as we record this. So. Oh, okay, we should check that out and learn some stuff about these things we're talking about. Uh, um, watching right, games is let's... overrated. Yeah, that's right. I just games should be played on a spreadsheet. Well, they should. Be. Uh, let's look at RSL. I have zero thoughts on Real Salt Lake. So beforehand, when we were talking about Houston, this is the only team that I think is worse. Okay. Well, what if I told you Bobby Wood's coming early? This is the only team that I think is worse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, like I Douglas just Mar- think I would change your mind. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Let's say this. I want to get something out of the way here. Justin Glad is a stud. For sure. Um, I think Justin Miram is still good. Probably. I don't have. I don't really have any thoughts about any of these other players. I, I think Dar- Douglas Rock Martinez was, was interesting. I, I think he, yeah. during uh, during uh, while her uh, Honduras made the run, I thought he kind of had some interesting moments, um, some positive moments. Did some things with the ball that were kind of fun. And hey, if he's consistent, maybe maybe he could be a consistent starter. I don't think he's a starter on this team. I don't know if he's a starter think, on this team. Here's what I think RSL is going to do. I think they're either going to somehow blindside everybody and end up sneaking into the last slot in the playoffs, or they're just going to be really bad all year. And it's going to be one of those other things. And I feel like that that's just them. That They're just always going to kind of be in that that little tier right now. That's where I kind of see them is between maybe that last slot if things are ideal and other teams blow it and towards the bottom of the of the conference. Anderson Julio, really an interesting guy that they went and picked up this past offseason. They've been connected to him for a couple of years. He could be interesting. Hey, Ramirez with the winger. He's he's yeah. kind of interesting um, in the construct of he's young, he's got pace. Cool. We'll see if he does anything. I, I don't love this midfield. Uh, Ruzniak, I guess, is on the wings now, but he might also be the 10. Like, Demir Krylak, like, how does that work? I, I have no idea. I don't think that they have a true number six to take up the space that Ruzniak and Krylak will probably fill, and that's been a problem year over year for the past three, four seasons. Uh, and now they don't have Kyle Beckerman to, to fill that space. I guess Everton Louise will will be there, but... I'll be quite honest. I don't think that he's ever really stepped up and been what they expected. I think Nick, Nick Beasler is really a fun player. I like him a lot. I think that uh, a team should go and grab him and start him as either a number six or a number eight. I think that he probably should be starting on this team, but who knows? Uh, You know, um, Rubio Ruben, maybe he, maybe he finally, lives up to some sort of, uh, you know, hype. Bobby Wood is the quiz essential RSL player. If I've ever, 
ever. Yeah, ever. that one that fits just too well. Yeah, like yeah. it's scary, and I don't necessarily know if it's in a good way or not. No, I don't. I have no idea. Well, this team. This we team, said more about RSL than I thought we were going to be. Yeah, and I just don't know. They're really going to miss David Ochoa. Um, not playing for the U.S. You know, men. Uh, I don't know if maybe uh, he goes to the Gold Cup. Maybe he he misses time. Um, maybe they'll still get him. I know that they're assuming that he was going to be gone with the during the Olympic time frame. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe they'll maybe he'll have more time uh, professional minutes this year than than what they had thought. But he's a he's a pretty good keeper from all reports, all the scouts, all the people talking, the words. Yeah, the words. All right, let's talk about a different team. What do you say? Sure, let's talk about another Ta- trouble team. The San Jose Earthquakes. Well, the Spatias Almeida situation has been very interesting, hasn't it? There were periods during the first year where he looked like a genius for a long time, and then it all kind of fell apart at the end, which was unfortunate. And then last year it was kind of like, uh, and then now we're But they, to... they gave us perhaps the best playoff game of the entire playoffs last year. This is the San Jose way, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they like Wando and like Wando still still probably their top choice up there. I guess. They don't, they I mean, Rios, anyone, right? Rios is is there. I mean, they seem to they seem to like his work uh, work rate as well. Um, Espinosa still on the wing doing things. Um, yeah, uh, like uh, this a big is... fan of uh, big fan of Jackson Ewell. Um. I, I like Judson. I, I think he's a really, they got really, a, they really, got a new, really good. They got a new six. ten, um, who's uh, probably pretty good, I guess. Right? I don't know. Maybe, he's probably pretty good. Maybe you know there's some underlying things there that yep. could be an issue going forward. We'll see. Uh, but we'll see yeah, like, goes. Uh, Jungworth still there? Still a guy I love. Uh, he's not quite the guy he was. When he first kind of came onto the league, I thought he was a very unheralded player in his first season, um, but he's dependable. I I, I don't he think he's that bad. Way. I think I don't think he's t- taking the step back that you think he has. I don't. I, I think I think he he's he's had to rotate through um, several different positions, and I think that's been the step back for him. I think trying to do six different things within this uh, within this team and changing his responsibilities every time that he moves, makes that move to left center back to like left back and a three back to the number six, to the right center back. I I feel like there's a lot of stuff that he does on this team. He's just kind of the glue that holds things together on that back end. I think that if they, I think if there's some consistency um, this year, and I think there will be, uh, I think he will take a step forward. And I think he'll continue being that, that player that he should be. I think that, uh, you know, Marco Lopez has shown flashes. Flashes. Carlos Fierro, maybe he actually gets on the on the field this year um, mm-hmm. and, and is consistent. Kate Cowell was exciting when he made the uh, when he got on the field. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's some reasons to have some cautious uh, skepticism and excitement at the same time. Uh, so uh, yeah, I like the San Jose Earthquakes. I can't help it. I just like them. I hope they do good. They might not. We'll find out. Uh, let's talk about the Seattle Sounders. And I've written down, is this the year that we finally see them collapse? And for, for the Seattle Sounders, I think collapsing would just be not making the playoffs. Um, they lost a lot. And they have not, as of yet, really gone and replaced it. Um, that being said... They are a team that is good enough to lose a few pieces and still be very good. Um, I'm a little bit low on this team this year. How are you feeling about the Seattle Sounders, Harrison? I'm about where you are. Uh, I, I I don't think that they're they're a powerhouse by any means. I think they'll be a mid table type uh, above average team. 
right within the western yeah like like an a tier maybe an a tier under that s tier for sure maybe towards the bottom of that a tier so this is what i wrote about my preview like you can say you know that you can talk about losing jordan morris and you can talk about trading uh, kelvin leardam and and jovin jones not replacing gustav svensson um those are all big huge huge things that that as a as they leave but at the core of this team the middle of the park, Rui Diaz, Ladero, Jao Paulo, Carlos Roldan, um, uh, Yamir, and then Stefan Fry. Those are six guys within the, the, your spine that are going to have a huge impact on your team. And those yeah, you, players... You could make an argument for a lot, like any of those players being in like the top three yes. to five in their positions Agreed. in this league. Um, and that's... That's not nothing. I think that's a very impressive spine. You are correct. One thing that concerns me is that they do seem to be leaning into a new formation, which makes sense given that they have just zero are kind of, wingers. <laughs> they have zero real wingers. Um, and so you've got, and this is where I get a little worried, is you've got Alex Roldan, who I think, I know why Schmetzer loves Alex Roldan. And I also like Alex Dan because he seems like a very likable guy. He's a very hard worker. He's, a, he's a, um, you know, he got he got destroyed in those last two games of the season for them. Now, granted, those were the Western Conference Final and MLS Cup. So, how bad is this team really? But him and Nuhu kind of on those wings, or I don't know what. And I've actually seen like Madronda is actually showing up. Yeah, Madronda is actually too, getting the starts yeah. right now in preseason for. That's very interesting to me, and I actually would be very interested in that because I've always been high on Madronda. You you know Um, I love me some Jimmy Madronda. You do love me some Jimmy Madronda. I just don't know what to think about this team. I would I would have thought there would be some more center back signs. I would have thought there'd be some motion there, but I I don't know that the team is. Well, it seems like well, I mean, let let's face it as is, right? You have Shane O'Neill. You have Nuhu that looks like he's capable. At least they look like they are entertaining the thought of using him as a as a third center back. It's not so, the worst idea. It's not the worst idea. No, it's not. It's not. So, I mean, the team has depth as is. And then you throw in the Daniel Leva, you throw in the AOC, you throw in these young players that are coming through the ranks. Tobelair, Hopau, Atencio. Atencio is another big name that that's been that's been talked a lot about. So the Sounders have these quasi. Um, youth international players. I say quasi because I don't think Encio ever played for the U.S. Uh, I think he did. Did he? I don't know maybe sure. maybe there, I... there's one of the four uh, that they've that they've brought up and that they've signed to uh, homegrown contracts that didn't. But the the core of this group has all been uh, about them being regulars on this team, and that has been a very purposeful design over the last few years. Yeah. The question that I have is can Schmetzer bring them up to that? Can he pull that out of them? And I think that's a fair ask because he's been leans very strongly onto his veterans over the years. So, and then another thing to consider too, it turns out like Ladero is going to miss some time to start this season. Yeah. Um, you know, there was an estimate of four to six weeks, but go, go, you know, that, could turn, that could turn into eight weeks. This is like, well, I think probably they put JP up at that ten, right, and then they put Roe back down below next yeah, to Roldan, well, or maybe they most, put like, most likely that's what I would uh, that's what I would expect, just because Kellen Roe A is a little bit more mobile and B has kind of been playing more in that position. Did you do Montero there, like they said Montero, and I'm not really sure why. Montero in the ten rule. I mean, look, look at it, the way that Freddie Montero has kind of evolved in the in the past five years. Freddie Montero plays that, a yeah. ten. Freddie Montero has yeah. played a ten. I mean, that's essentially what he's been. I know that there's like been to some. See, if they're going to do this two striker thing, I would love to see Will Bruin get more time. But uh, Will Bruin could get more time, but it depends upon how they play those players underneath them, right? Uh, because that's part of what Freddie Montero's job is. Freddie Montero's feeding both Rui Diaz and he's also feeding that Alex Roldan slash, uh, you know, whoever's going to be playing that that person that player that's going to be moving into that space whether that's yeah like Roldan the slashing or whether that's he is good at this too he always has been well and he's gotten better i mean his passing is is seriously taking a step forward in the past uh in the past three years um yeah his numbers look a lot better and that was for a team that quite frankly had below uh below par attackers so i'm excited yeah. to see what he's going to be able to do with <clears throat> Rui Diaz, with a healthy ladero 
with uh, Roe and Jao Paulo and Christian Roldan. These are all players that I think that could really, uh, he could help facilitate some serious things. And then on top of it, he's going to take some shots as well. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to have Freddie Montero back as, as a CL sounder. I know they haven't, you know, backfilled a lot of these key pieces, but um, I, I think that some of the, I think they're thinking or hoping and praying that some of these young players step up in those spots. Uh, into those spots and Daniel yeah, Leva, I think is is the big one right there uh, to to unfortunately kind of take the Gustav Svensson, um, you know, yeah. the air that they he kind of leaves behind. Yeah, they lost a lot, and <clears throat> you know, I, I I don't know what the future of Morris is long term. Um, oh if that man, injury takes European running forever. Like even um, if you he... don't, even if you don't care for him as a player, and even if you think that he could have made better life choices in terms of professional, which like how dare you? First of all, but second of all, yeah. he's such it's a likable individual. Yeah. He just he has such a hard work ethic. He's such a likable individual. Yeah. Uh, same with Roldan. Roldan. Like they're just such likable, enjoyable, happy people that it's hard not to root for him in some way and the fact that he's had a second massive injury just like man it's, 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 it's so fun. sad it really is yeah. it looked like he was doing well over there too to start so well we'll see what happens with his future but um you know if the worst thing that happens is that you're, you know you're going to be a seattle sounder it's not the worst thing that could happen to you <laughs> uh, let's talk about sporting kansas city kind of Kind of good. Uh, <laughs> is he, you know, you got Busio, I think is kind of, they're, they're thinking he's going to be a big step up this year, right? Yeah, he's supposed to be taking the reins of uh, the creator. That's, that seems like a lot of pressure to put on the kid. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, he's, like he, he's kind of stepped, he's kind of stepped into that role as is. Like he's, he's championing himself, right? Get some young man. Like that's awesome. When Polito was playing, he was productive. Um, had some, some, I do like Kari Shelton a lot still as a player. I uh, Johnny Russell. This is a good team. I don't know what else to say. Uh, I think uh, Illy is going to be – I think he's declined, and I don't I don't think you'll see him starting necessarily. Um, so uh, he's been a big part of their teams over the past few years. Uh, Espinosa too. I'm not sure like where he's going to be in that. Well, and that's kind of where it that's the rub, right? Because Peter Ramis's team midfields run the they run the show, yeah, tactically. Like, yeah, <laughs> I guess with the two players you aren't sure about are your two center midfielders. That's probably not great. Uh, I mean, but I, I don't know. It flip flops to why I'm so positive about Seattle and why I have so many un, like why I have unknowns right. and question marks with SKC. It has nothing to do with they both both teams that have very uh very talented high-end players right Polito, russell mm-hmm. as you as you mentioned uh you know buzio um but that midfield in terms of what it looks like is a little shaky and it's hard to say that any of those players are in the upper echelon of mls at their position right now um yeah. so it, it's it's hard to say that and you know the the center back situation is in the same situation um it's kind of hard to, to get a read on if these guys are good, if they're above average, are they below average? You know, um, Graham Zussi looks like he's kind of uh, at the end of his career. He's he's probably going to be coming off the bench and playing a super sub role, which, you know, that's that's another thing that this team's just going to have to adapt to. Yeah, for sure. Tim Milley is questions. awesome. Tim Milley is still good. They got some new defenders. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I don't think this team is going to be a supporter shield contender. I really hope Jalen Lindsay's healthy this year. I'm really, yeah, I, nice I'd one. really like to see him succeed. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put them in the unsure tier, but probably someplace like in the like U tier. Tier. U tier. Yeah. Well, there's no like. No one's keeping up with my tiers. I have not done. A I, good don't job I don't know. I don't. I feel like there's someone out there that's going to break this all down. Yeah, maybe so. We I have some. We have some very analytical listeners. If you could believe that, we have or like not. four listeners. Some of them are very, very devoted and analytical. I think about six. Yeah, probably six. All right, let's talk about the Vancouver Whitecaps. I don't like talking about the Vancouver Whitecaps because 
Well, I had hoped that the Vancouver Whitecaps and Mark Del Santos would be doing a little bit better by now. But still a process, isn't it? It's a process. Some new faces this year. Same as there is every year. Yeah, I I don't see anything that makes me think this year is going to be any better than the last few years. Have you seen this? Is Is there any sign of hope? I, I don't the same reason in the last episode, I, 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 I was really hesitant about Lucy Rushton uh, and, and their overall DC's pinning their success on her. The same thing I'll say about Vancouver Whitecaps and, and their ability to um, go forward. And that's not necessarily to do with uh, Marco Santos, but you know, they've gone out and they've improved their There's analytical some- department. There's some organizational issues that this team has had in the past. Now, they've had a little bit of an organizational shakeup. I guess that is a good sign for hope, perhaps, right? Yeah. I mean, look, I I think very highly of those that they've hired in the last year. Uh, I would butcher his name if I try to say that. So I, I won't. Nicholas um, seems like a really smart guy. Um, from everything that I've read and everything that I, I've, I've watched on him, everything I've heard secondhand, he seems really smart. And uh, a lot of the things that I've heard him say are things that I agree with. And so I look at this roster, know that he's been involved, and I want to say that is what gives me hope, right? That's, that's the idea that this team might have put together pieces. And they brought in, as you said, they brought in pieces. They've upgraded uh, theoretically these positions yeah and, it's always theoretically with them though isn't it <laughs> but i mean is it is what is it i mean that's no more than what we're saying with uh some of these other teams that have that have put, right that have but, like put vancouver has a way of to like to bring in these guys that are just sort of you think well they have to be upgrades and then well, they just aren't uh, yes but that's part of that old regime right that's part of that mindset that you have with some of the old regime to where that they were just taking the you know oh hey this agent says i need to hire his player or i need to you know sign his player i'm going to do that cuz i'm friends with it. i mean that was yeah. notoriously part of how they were their yeah. recruitment process and yeah they were they were very bad at it and, and that's part of what drove so many bad signings over the years so maybe what we could say about Vancouver is they're taking strides towards the right path. I wouldn't say they're on it yet, but they've at least turned in the correct direction and are looking at it. I, I agree. And I think that this is going to be a rough year. I do think that they've got some interesting players that can do positive things and, and have positive actions. I still think Cavallini is a good is a good attacker. Um, yeah, he's just going to need service. And he's going to exactly. get it. Exactly. Um, I, I, I think they overpaid for Ali Ad- uh, Adon. I, I, I think, yeah, I think they still do. I, I think they need to figure that out and restructure. G plus likes them. G plus does, uh, but for the wrong reasons. So we won't go down there. Um, <laughs> the, All right. The, really the thing that I want to, I, I think they're a year away. I think this is a team that will be better next year. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right. We did it, Harrison. That's it. We talked about every single team in Major League Soccer, and every year they just keep adding more of them. There's so many. There's so many teams. Holy, I thought this would take like crap. 45 minutes, and it's like taking us over two hours to get through all of them. We got to plan better in the future, Harrison. We just got to do a better job planning. But it was fun. It's good to be back. It's good to be talking yeah. about Major League Soccer. You know, get the get the uh, get the rust off a little bit. Take some take some 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 reps on some takes. Get back to fundamentals. Uh, unique New York, red leather, yellow leather, you know, get those vocal chops going. We're ready for a season. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you listen to both parts, hey, that's incredible. Uh, if you have complaints or questions, you can forward those to Harrison. You can find him on Twitter at Harrison underscore Crow. You can find me on Twitter at uh, a handle for Ian. That's A-H-A-N-D-L-E-F-O-R-I-A-N find american soccer analysis on twitter at analysis evolved and please visit the website www.americansoccernalysis.com team previews are up there more in-depth things that we've been talking about by people that are a little bit more knowledgeable on each of these specific teams than we are probably being honest but maybe not in every case 
we'll we'll see i haven't read them all yet but i'm going to and you should too um we'll be back probably next week i think that's the idea we're going to try to do this once a week are we going to succeed at doing it once a week no. not a chance not not one single chance but we're going to try to do our best uh keeping these uploads a little bit more regular uh so thank you for sticking with us thank you for coming back and listening thank you for downloading uh major league soccer is here folks it's back we hope you're ready we'll see you next time and until then enjoy the soccer Some things will never change